0: I do want to welcome those of you that are watching online and perhaps you're listening on the podcast. Hope Covenant, would you welcome our online viewers and listeners? We say this every week. I'll say it again. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, please stop on by and we'll make you feel right at home. Let's just bow our heads in in prayer and welcome the Lord. Father, we welcome you this morning. And I thank you, God, that my voice would not be heard, but Lord, that your voice would be heard. And Father, that we would encounter you in a way that we've never encountered you before. Lord, in the day and the hour that we're living in, it's a serious time. It's a serious moment. It's not a moment to fool around. And Lord, part of the anointing on this church and on me and Liz as pastors of this church is to equip for the end time harvest and the return of you that we're not caught off guard by this and so father as we look to your word and we get some revelation as we look to the book of revelation i thank you lord that you would speak to us and bring clarity to the confusion that you would bring clarity to confusion even in things that we're walking in in society and lord i thank you in the name of jesus that you would open every ear and every heart to your word because we accept every bit of it in the mighty name of jesus would you shout amen Amen. and i want to say that in this church we don't take bits and pieces of the gospel we take the whole thing we believe the whole thing it's the truth and nothing but the truth and so help us God to live by it if you believe that I need a hearty amen this morning listen the more you amen is the faster I preach so I want to encourage you go ahead and amen me and shout me down so next week is our last week of this series, The Return of Jesus. That'll be part four. This week is part three. How many of you have really encountered the Lord through this, this series, learning about the end times? and? It's it's really been a, a great moment. I think for this church, it's been a great moment. Those that are listening on podcasts, I've even had people out of state and even out of the country call me and go, "Wow, I've never heard the end times pitched like this." That the where we're talking about the the rapture and the return of Jesus and how there's there are two separate events, not just one. I don't know if you guys knew that, but we've been. If you haven't heard the first two parts, I would encourage you go on the podcast and listen to them. So I'm not recapping the whole time but I believe we're close. I believe I, I mentioned this, the labor pains, you know, you, you know, we don't know, no man knows the day or the hour, but you do know when a woman is nine months pregnant, it looks different than one month. All the ladies said, amen. <laughs> yeah. So you know that. And we know when we look at the world, it's nine months pregnant and we're going to, we've been going over last week, we identified some things that uh, I believe, I believe we're close. I really do. A lot of end time teachings focus on the mark of the beast and the tribulation, the wrath and the fury of God. But I'm trying to encourage you in this series that we as Christians are exempt from the fury and the wrath of God. So I couldn't have bitter news for you that if you know the Lord and have accepted him as your Savior and your Lord, man, this message is good news for you. I've said, though, that if you don't know the Lord and you haven't accepted him as your Lord and Savior, I couldn't have worse news for you through this series Because you're not exempt from the wrath and the fury of God. So it's important that we accept this word and we live by it and we apply it. And it's an urgent hour that we're living in because I believe he is on his way. I believe I can feel the rumblings, the earth groaning for the return of the Lord. But it's key to know that when you're saved, that this is a love story, that Jesus is coming back for his bride. And that's us, the church. Man, I'm pumped about it. I'm fired up about this. I'm, I'm excited. This is not just a bunch of scripture to me. That's just a bunch of words on a page. This is coming alive to me because I'm watching the parallel between things I'm reading in scripture and the moment that we're living in. Guys, I believe this. It's a difficult, dark day that we're living in, but I've never been more excited when I read scripture that man, scripture is life and it's real. That all this was prophesied thousands of years ago, and it's like it's coming to life today for such a time as this. Isn't it amazing that God chose you and me to be alive in this moment? It's amazing. So John 14, verse 1 to 3, I've been reading this every week, and I want to encourage you with this. For those of you that are freaked out about apocalyptic teaching, it says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Christians, church, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Man, that blows my mind. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back. Everybody say he's coming back. back. And take you to be with me that you may be where I am. The preparation of heaven just goes to show that our final destination, favor family, isn't here it's in heaven. Yeah. Amen. And man, when those that go before us go to heaven, and what, what an amazing encouragement that is for us to look forward to seeing them again, knowing this is just a pit stop. This is just preparation. This is just the foundation. Last week, I covered major events in the book of Revelation. I went through the entire Reve- the book of Revelation in 30 minutes. I, man, that was a mouthful. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm grateful I don't have to do that again this week. But I talked about us preparing for Jesus' return, and that's what this season is in. I talked about the church age, which is the age that we're in right now. The church, I believe, is really in this moment not ready for the return of the Lord. You look at churches, and I'm not going to go real off on this. This is not in the notes, but when you look, it's like we're cutting out the presence of the Lord, and we're embracing the programs and the hour and 15-minute service. And listen, I don't have a problem with that. We do that, too. But we've got to spend time marinating in the presence of God. And we're going to wrap up with that in this message. It all comes full circle. That, man, there's never been a time where we need the presence of God, the supernatural power of God, more now than ever before. Because I don't know about you, but I can't make it without that. I gave you the what last week and explained what will be taking place in in major events. I, I want to walk, kind of walk through this uh, uh, on week one, I, uh, part one. I gave you the why, like Jesus is coming back for his bride, the church. Last week, I gave you the, the, the what and explained these major events before the rapture and the return of Jesus. And, and this week, today, I want to discuss the when. Are we close to the rapture and the return of Jesus, that, that question mark. I could just say yes, and y'all can go home and we can eat. <laughs> but let me give you the, the legal reasons why Matthew 24 and Luke 21 talk a lot about the when. Talk a lot about this subject and bring clarity to it. So Matthew 24 verses 3 to 8. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, which by the way, that's where he he ascended into heaven. That's where he's going to return. The disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? They're talking about the, the times. And what will the sign of your coming and the end of age? You're like, what is that sign? And Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. And I'm going to pause right here. How many of you know there's a lot of deception going on in the world today? That's one of the signs right there. When you see deception in the world, that's one of the signs. Jesus said to his disciples thousands of years ago, think about that. Yeah, that blew my mind. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. And many will be deceived and will deceive many. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. How many of you know that's going on? Yes. But see to it that you are not alarmed. In other words, church, there's going to be a lot of negative and a lot of evil that you're going to look at, but you need to not be alarmed. A scared world right. needs a fearless church. That's, right. that's why I'm preparing you today. Yes, that's good. Such things must happen. So that's a precursor. But the end is still to come. Nations will rise against nations. So get ready for that. That's already happening. And kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes. You're going to go into food line and go, where is the food? Anybody seeing that happen right now? We're seeing food shortages. They're talking about this very moment right now. You go, that's a little freaky. Why, I, I thought this was an encouraging message. It is encouraging for you. Again, you're not, you're not subjected to the wrath and the fury of God. You're protected if you're a Christian. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And all of these are the beginning of birth pains. So what do we do when we see these things happen? Is this just some fictional story? No, this is a prediction of what's to come. This is a prophetic word for you. Look for these things and know that we're in those times You know the difference between a woman who's pregnant like I said who's one month and nine months And i'm here to tell you that the earth is nine months pregnant You may be thinking well, tell me exactly when this is going to happen So let's look to matthew 24 verse 36, but about that day or hour nobody knows And guys, can I tell you be careful about this right here because i've seen men of god pretend like they know Or i've seen prophetic people i'm doing the quotes like you know not necessarily prophetic but they're pretending to be try to prophesy and get ahead of themselves anybody remember 88 reasons why he's coming back in 1988 (laughs) get you a copy it's amazing as we're here in 2022 i can tell you this with complete accuracy we're one day closer today than we were yesterday so i'm going to get excited there are two different signs that we could pay attention to. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm going to give you two different signs that we need to pay attention to. And then two different responses that we need to have. So the first one is look for an increase of wickedness in Matthew 24 verses 9 to 13. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. Boy, that's encouraging. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. So guys, we're going to experience persecution as Christians. There you have it. Prophetic word. This is going to happen. Again, we're not to be fear fearful about this. I don't believe that the modern day church is equipped for this, to be honest with you. And I want to commit to you that as your pastor, I'm going to do everything I possibly can here at Hope Covenant Church to get you ready for the persecution we're about to encounter. And to encourage you that there's a moment of rest when we get into his presence. We can escape from these things in eternal time. You go, escape, what do you mean? When you are in the presence of the Lord, you're in a dimension that you don't need to worry. And that's why I encourage you to stay resting in the presence of God and don't leave that dimension. Verse 10. At that time, many will turn away from the faith. I hate that word, many. And will betray and hate each other. Is anybody seeing that right now? The division in the church. We've got Republicans versus Democrats. We've got all these conversations, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. We're seeing the fulfillment of scripture. So many won't be able to handle this. You can already see that we can't agree to disagree anymore. Do you remember the day where we used to sit as a Republican across from a Democrat or vice versa? And we used to go, okay, that's how you feel. I can respect that. It's like that's out the window. It's like if that person disagrees, we're going to take a gun out and shoot that person. That's that. W- Listen, that's a sign of the times. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many. Be careful. Be careful. I believe that's happening even in churches right now. You know, I believe that the enemy will try to use the church as a tool to speak deception. Watch for deception right now in the church, y'all test me as your pastor if i veer from scripture and start giving you inspirational messages that conflict with what the scripture says go to another church for the love of god (laughs) we've got theologies that are deconstructing christianity right now danger will robinson danger if i start picking this apart danger go to another church because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most, again, I hate that word, will grow cold. The love of most will grow cold. Man, I'm excited that we have a church here that's the remnant, not the most. Yes. But the one who stands firm to the end, in other words, the, the person that perseveres through the tough moments, there's a reward there. There's a reward there. They'll be saved. Yes. The tough moments. Life is all about persevering through the tough moments, isn't it, Kristen and Patrick? You just launched a business. Mm-hmm. You said that yesterday at the grand opening. It's all about persevering and pushing through the barriers. Yeah. Yeah. The Apostle Paul talks about the end times in Second Timothy chapter three. And I'm going to read one to five, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. And the word terrible, there will be terrible times in the last days. If you look up the Greek word terrible, it actually means demonic. Let me read that in the original Greek. But mark this, there will be demonic times in the last days. You go, am I supposed to be encouraged by this? Like it's getting more and more depressing. Where are you going with this? Put your seatbelt on and hang tight with me. We're getting somewhere with this. And it wraps up good. People will be lovers of themselves. Are, is anybody seeing that on instagram wow. right lovers of themselves well, i got a filter for that y'all it's gonna be great How many of you know half the crud we watch on social media it ain't real my god people will be lovers of themselves they'll be on instagram i'm on instagram so i gotta be careful with that they'll be lovers of money they'll be boastful they'll be proud they'll be abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous without self-control brutal not lovers of good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god men are we seeing this right now having a form of godliness but denying its power in other words you'll look like everything's okay on the outside and like you're holy but no check yourself have nothing to do with such people. Scripture says shunned. Boom. Mic drop. Again, let's all go home. And this is why I really want to allow the Holy Spirit to have complete control here at this church. Because how do we get his character? We marinate in his presence. That's where you gain his heart. I could tell you everything about God, but just a moment in his presence. And all of a sudden you've had an encounter with someone that's real. It changes your perspective, right? We need the presence of God in our churches more now than ever. I want to give you some statistics today. Again, I'm going to encourage you. This ends well, but put your seatbelt on. A lot of study about the condition of the world studies show That America is in a moment called late decadence. Late decadence is moral decay. And no society has ever recovered from the level of decay that America is currently in. No society ever in history. So if we recover, we're the first. We will be the first nation in over 5,000 years to recover from this point of moral decay if we do. We've got the deconstruction of the nuclear family we have gender confusion, we have sexual immorality, we have a loss of respect for life, we have killing and mass murders that seems like it's happening every day on the news. I want to commit to you today something that I need y'all to shout me down and encourage me because this is difficult and I've actually received death threats already from people that are watching online that hear this. We will preach the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us God at this church no matter what society says. Can we give God a shout of praise? <laughs> if I get murdered for speaking the truth, so be it. I am not going to be afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Michael W. Smith wrote that song, <laughs> but this isn't just happening in America. It's happening all the all over the world. I'm going to read you something very profound from a sheik. His name is—I'm going to butcher his name—but it's 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 like Sheikh Rashad or Rashid. And he was once asked about the future of his country, and he replied with this. Check this out. I, I, I literally, like, I wowed while I was sitting at the computer reading this and typing it. My grandfather rode a camel. My father rode a camel. I ride a, in a Mercedes. My son rides in a Land Rover. I'm liking that. And my grandson is going to ride in a Land Rover. But my great-grandson is going to have to ride a camel again. Why is that, he was asked. And here was his reply. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men, and weak men create difficult times. Many will not understand if you have to raise warriors, not parasites. But at that, the historical reality that all great empires, the Persians, the Trojans, the Egyptians, the Greeks, and the Romans, and in later years, the British, all rose and perished within 240 years. They were not conquered by external enemies. They were rotted from within. Guys, do you know how old America is? Right again, that's all in a 240-year cycle. We're 246 years old. Everybody say, "Wow." So, what's the answer to this? There's only one answer. There's only one hope. His name is Jesus the King of kings and the Lord of lords. What do we need in America? What do we need in, a, in the world? And I believe this is, this is a prophetic word. You can mark this down. Either I'm a prophet or a false prophet. We'll find out. But I lean on scripture, so I know it's true. There's an end time harvest that's coming. There's a great awakening and there's a revival. So if you're in the church, you need to get encouraged. If you're not in the church, you need to get in the church. Get in the word, press into Jesus and accept him so in awakening to your spirit God is what we need now worldwide worldwide I released this we release the secret weapon <laughs> worldwide satellite technology and worldwide financial technology make our generation the first to re, really be able to see things like the mark of the beast like the chip in your hand and forehead to purchase goods we're, guys we're here now This is all possible. In fact, in Sweden right now, they've released that technology and they're experimenting with it that just like Apple Pay, you put your wrist down and that's how you have to pay. I want you to know I'm never getting that grain of rice installed in me. Just want y'all to know. You put your phone on, you ain't tracking homeboy, okay? And it's not because I'm mob mentality. I'm just saying, it's just who I am. I'm never getting that. So signs to watch for the time. Second is an increase of the gospel spreading. And this is the good news. Now it swings. Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. Notice it doesn't insinuate maybe. It says it will be preached to all the nations. Can we give God a shout of praise? Praise break right there. That's awesome. This is actually not referring to geographic regions in the Greek. The word Greek means ethnos. And ethnos means every ethnic group. The world contains 193 sovereign nations that contain 7,000 different ethnos or language groups. It says, and then the end will come. When when the message of the gospel reaches all of these ethnos, all of these ethnic groups, that's when we're going to see this happen. And we're super close to that happening in 1970. Here's some statistics about this. 1.2 billion Christians were here on the earth. Now in 2020, check out this number. There is 2.6 billion Christians on the earth. Look at how that number has increased. How is it? That the number of Christians increase and the number of wickedness, the, the amount of wickedness that we see, the amount of wickedness increases on the rise. I think the church needs to get off our rears and start spreading the message of the gospel and demonstrating the character. Can I get an amen from anybody? But check this out. This is, this is blows my mind. But we were talking about this during the offering. Every place that the gospel is growing, poverty is declining in those very regions. In 1990, 52% of the world was in extreme poverty. 52%. That's an overwhelming majority. In 2017, 16% of the world was in extreme poverty. And in 2022, 9.2% of the world is in extreme poverty. But check out this statistic right here. 100% of these statistics where poverty dropped are places that were Christianized. Can we give God a shout of praise? So when somebody asks me, do you believe in the prosperity message of Jesus? Yes. No, No. heck yes. Absolutely. I believe that where Jesus comes, there's provision. I believe we prosper when we're in the Lord. And by the way, that's not just money. You prosper when you're in the Lord. Matthew 25 verse verse 15. So when you see... Standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation, spoken through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. The holy place is a new constructed temple that the Jewish people will erect after the Antichrist brokers a deal between Israel and Palestine. That's going to happen. Watch for that. The Antichrist will take back the temple three and a half years and have a statue of himself erected and placed in that temple that's an abomination to god but how many of you know that's the last nail in his coffin and daniel saw this seven-year tribulation period in daniel 12 verses 1 to 4 hang with me you guys with me at that time michael the great prince who protects your people will arise there will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book. Remember last week we talked about the Lamb's book of life. And then there's the books which contain all the sin. And if, you're, if you have sins that are in the books and you accept Jesus, your name is in the book. And your sins are omitted from the books. Can I get an amen on that one? That's a good thing. Verse 2 multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. That's everybody who's gone before us. That's Sue that we're talking about. Okay, that's going to happen first. Some to, uh, to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those are those who are not in the Lord. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of heavens, and those who lead many to righteous like stars forever and ever. I just gave you those statistics. That's, that's got to be us, guys. We've got to take that on as a responsibility. That, that's got to be our goal. But you, Dan, you'll keep this prophecy as a secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. There's two things that were just listed right there as signs of the times. There's going to be an increase of travel. How many of you know airplanes weren't a thing years ago? We've got them now. And an increase of knowledge where you can Google just about anything you want. I can't vouch for the answer you're going to get, but you can Google anything you want. It's like, oh, I know it's a fact. I Googled it. No, please, please spare me. But there will be an increase of knowledge and we're seeing that and it's going to happen even more. And Daniel talks about the end times in Daniel 12, verses 8 to 10. I heard, but I did not understand. This sounds like every husband on the planet. (laughs) I heard, but I didn't understand. Like, I heard you, but I didn't get that. So I asked my Lord... What will the outcome of all this be? In other words, how is this going to end? And he replied, go your way, Daniel, because the words are rolled up and sealed until the end of time. Many will be purified, clans made spotless and refined by these trials. How many of you know when we go through stuff? If we allow the Lord to do a work in us, he will. Yes. But the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will So how do we join the wise? 2 Peter 3, verses 10 to 12. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Guys, that doesn't have to be the case for you. Where you're caught off guard by the return of the Lord. I'm trying to equip you with this now that you're ready. That's the whole purpose of this series. To wake you up to the fact that he's coming like a thief in the night. But you don't have to be caught off guard. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? We ought to be people that live holy and godly lives. He answers it right there. Holiness and godliness. Stay in the place where he's Lord. Stay in the place where you're living holy and godly lives. So, sir, it matters when you look at pornography. Ma'am, it matters when you look at pornography. Do you know I just read the statistics of chicks that are looking at pornography versus men, and we're, get, we're leveling out. Wow. So be careful with sin. This is all a sign of the times. It's all a sign of the day we're living in. If you have fallen privy to that, just repent, and he wipes you clean. Yeah. And forgive the person that you know that did it. Yeah. Good. The heavens will disappear with a roar, and the elements destroyed by fire. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, you ought to be what kind of people? People that live holy. So that's our goal as a church. That needs to be our goal in reaching. We need to reach people, stand firm on the word of God. I love this about Daniel that he, he stated the facts. He, he stated the truth. He stood firm on those things, but he still had incredible influence. We need to do that. We need to stand firm on the word of God and watch our confidence in the word and how God prospers us and how we're living holy. Let that be attractive. How you have a demonstration of the love of God, let that be attractive to people that they want to be like you, that they want to know what is this peace that that person has in this moment. I can't, I know I can't relate, but I need to relate. Your peace will attract people. Your kindness, remember, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. So here's two ways that we need to respond. Number one is follow God, not culture. I'm going to say it again. We need to follow God and not culture. Matthew 24, verses 37 to 44. And I never saw this parallel before like this in, in this version. I'm reading the NIV. As it was in the days of Noah, you guys remember Noah was preparing an ark because there was a cleansing coming and anybody who was willing to get on that ark could have, but they kind of blew Noah off. So it will be at the coming of the son of man. It's going to be just like that in the end times. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Up to the day, Noah entered the ark. So people were living carefree prior to the flood when Noah was preparing the ark. There was sin that was all around. If you remember, they mocked Noah. How many of you know that's happening with us in the end days, we're, in the last days? We're getting mocked as the church. People are looking at us like we're building an ark. So it's giving that parallel. I have people tell me all the time, well, I come from a family of alcoholics. It's just in my, it's in my genetics. It's just who I am. This, this talk about, this, this sin is who I am. Guys, that's why we need to be born again. That's, right. that's, that's right. the whole reason why you need to be born again. As Christians... We don't follow our body's desires. We offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. So when it comes to sexual lusts and temptations, we need to be overcomers. And I'm not waving a finger in anybody's face who's struggling with this. I'm saying you need to be an overcomer. You need to overcome this. And there's hope for you. We're in the church age. You have time to do this now. But don't waste time because I believe the time is short. So, follow God, not culture. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. So, this kind of was a shock to those people that were living as ignoramuses. <laughs> that's a fun word. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Notice, that's, it's going to happen all over again. There's sin everywhere. The world is going to look Perverse. This is going to happen all over again, and Jesus is going to come back, and it's going to shock many. Now, let's keep reading. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. This is describing the rapture. I've always wondered what it's going to look like on the highway when, like, the driver disappears and the other person is sitting in the car. That's going to be a bad day. I've wondered, seriously, what's that going to look like? Maybe you ought to think about these things. Maybe it will scare you to get right. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Two men will be grinding with a hand mill, and one will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch. In other words, church, please wake up. Because you do not know on what day your Lord's going to come, and no man can predict it. But understand this. If the owner of the house... Had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would have not let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready. I'm trying to get you ready today because the son of man will come in an hour when you do not expect him. That means every day we need to live holy with that understanding that at any moment this could be our last breath. By the way, that doesn't just have to do with the rapture. That could be anything. That could be anything. We don't know. So we need to not follow culture. We need to follow God. And our second response, and I'm wrapping up here, is we need to make an eternal difference with our lives. I've said this before, guys, that to whom much is given, much is required. You're hearing all about this. So the requirement for you is that you need to spread this message of the gospel to every person you can. If this doesn't wake you up to the urgency Of spreading the message of the gospel to every person, I don't know what will. We need to leave here with a conviction and assignment that we accept the great commission. Remember, go ye into all all the world and preach the gospel. 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness. In other words, you might think it's slow, but we don't understand his ways. Like, why hasn't he come yet? Instead, he is patient with you not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I I can almost hear Jesus up in heaven saying, today, God, today, and 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 God's like, no, 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 just one more, just one more. But I believe Jesus is chomping on the bit up there like, "Hey, is today the day? Just just one more, just one more. But there's going to be a day where he's going to say, go ahead. We don't know when that is. After Jesus was resurrected, right before he got ready to leave on the Mount of Olives, he gathered his disciples. And check this out in my last scripture verse. In Acts 1, verses 6 to 8. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said this to them. He said, it is not for you to know the times or the dates that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power. This is the main crux of this message. So listen to this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So I want to just, I just want to focus on this. So they said, Lord, when are you coming back? And he refocused the question. I love it. Jesus always, he like answered questions with questions. They said, when are you coming back? He said, do you have the Holy Ghost? Literally, that's, that's what his answer was. He didn't answer the question. Are you carrying the Holy Spirit? Make sure that you do. So church, the question, when is Jesus coming back? I don't know. And I would be a liar if I tried to make that up. But here's what I do know. I know we need to carry the Holy Ghost. I know that the power of God and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit is the only hope for the church. Why do we need the Holy Spirit so bad? Because the Holy Spirit is the convictor of sin. The Holy Spirit is the one who keeps me on track. The Holy Spirit's the one who gives me life and speaks to me in the morning when I wake up and say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. You need to be a carrier of the Holy Spirit that you don't just talk about God, but you say, Oh, let me pray for you. I want to demonstrate his power right here. You go, well, I don't understand. How come this person wasn't recovering? How come this person wasn't healed when I pray? I don't understand those things either. But what I do understand is that we could have the joy of the Lord which is our strength in the middle of times we don't understand. And can I say one thing to every person in here? And I've learned this through the school of hard knocks. That walking by faith means I don't have all the answers. If I had all the answers, why would I need faith? What's the opposite of faith? It's seeing. It's sight. Yeah, we say fear all the time, I know. But what's the opposite of faith? It's seeing. Because when you don't see it, you need faith. There's a lot of things right now that I don't understand and I don't see clearly. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why is Sue with the Lord right now? Why is my brother with the Lord? Why is your mom? And we lost my Lord, Liz and I. Many of you don't know this, but we lost her brother. We were just talking about it yesterday. And then we had a miscarriage and then her dad, three. And it's like, my goodness. And we felt like that, like that, the little punching thing that you used to punch as a kid and it would pop up. We're like, Lord, when is this over? I don't understand, but you know what I know? My faith is stronger than ever before. If you're happy and you know it, say amen. Amen. (laughs) Even when I don't understand, I know you've got a plan. Even when I don't understand, I know you've got a plan. I wrote that just for you. Here's my question for you, church. Do you carry the Holy Ghost? Do you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you? And are you spending time with him that you can feel his love? I said it last week. Hell is not a place for people that God's mad at. It's a place that if you want to pay for your own sin, that's up to you. And it's that simple. So with every eye closed, I want to ask you this. If you're in a position this morning where you're like, man, I'm going to actually ask for a response today. Man, I need to carry the power of Holy Spirit in a way I never have before. I want you to stand to your feet. I need the Holy Spirit. If that's you, you're saying, yeah, I need the Holy Spirit. Stand to your feet. It should be every person here because we all need the Holy Spirit. Why am I asking you do it is? Because when you stand to your feet, you're making a difference and saying, God, that's me. I'm responding. I'm surrendering right now. So with every hand lifted, Father, I ask for your Holy Spirit to come on every person here. Father, I ask, we're asking, where two or three are gathered in your name, there's power. We're asking for signs and wonders and miracles that we can demonstrate your power. And Lord, we thank you that we got a miracle this week. Sue is with you. Lord, we thank you. It looked a little different than we were hoping for, but Father, we thank you that you're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We thank you that you're the God of miracles. And we praise you even in the tough moments. We praise you this morning, God. We praise you and we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, God, that we're spared from the wrath and the fury of an angry God. Lord, because we know you and you're a loving God. You're loving and you're kind towards us. Now, I thank you, Lord, that this week as we dismiss... That you would place the right people in our paths, that we look to the divine appointments of who you put there, and that we spread the message and the love of who you are to every person we can. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you believe that, we just shout amen. amen. Hey, listen, if you're happy and you know it, say amen. Amen. I want to encourage you with this. In a dark day, I believe the greatest way we could reach the world is to carry the joy of the Lord, which is our strength in a moment that looks dark. Do you believe that? Yeah. So here's what I want to encourage you this week. Let's get over ourselves and get over our circumstances and get over our trials and press into him and watch Holy Spirit move through us. If you believe that, shout amen. You guys are yeah. dismissed. I love you. all see you next week. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.